Blog Talk Radio. Yes, a pleasant good morning to all of you out here in Radio Land. I am Leon Francis and I'm sitting in for Ivor. He's on a mission. Something special to do this morning. He called me and asked me to do the show with him and I am so happy and delighted to work in his presence. Hope I can lift up all his expectations. We have on board with us, we have on board with us Dennis Heath. And of course, we also have Merchant. I know she is a busy lady on Sunday. So let's say hello to Merchants and Dennis, good morning to you both. Good morning, good morning. How are you, Mr. Francis? Yes, I'm fine, I'm fine. I'm just hoping that everything is okay in your wood, neck of the woods as well. And um, I, yeah. as far as my wife is concerned, she is no worse, she's no better, and we're grateful that she's still here with us. Okay, good. Your mom. Good Thank morning, you. Leon. <laughs> Good morning, Murchis. Good morning, Dennis. How are you? Well, thank you. Okay, that's great. Great to be back for another show. Okay. Okay, let's hear a few more bars of this opening song, and then we'll go right into the prayer. Okay. Thank you. Hello to all the wonderful people around the world, those of you who are listening to us. We hope you're hearing clear, and it's a wonderful day in my neck of the woods, and I pray that wherever you are, you are indeed experiencing similar weather conditions. Some good news this morning, because I heard Mr. Door will be in my neck of the woods, just about 40 minutes away from me. Chances are we probably may meet once more. So I just want to say welcome to Tallahassee, Mr. Renford Door. Those of you who don't know Mr. Renford Door, you never listen to this program because he is one of the few good men that sing that really pleasant song. But like I usually do each and every morning, and I'm sitting in for Ivor this morning, he is taking care of Mr. Door to bring him all the way from from Miami area or Port Lauderdale right up to Tallahassee, which is about some four, eight hours, seven hours in some instances. Let us open the proceeding this morning with a word from God. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning. We thank you for all that you have done for us in the past. We pray you let this show go on without any interruption. We pray that you bless each participant. We bless each person who is presence with us this morning and those who are listening let all the participants be able to 
perform their various parts in the show. We thank you for the help you have given us over the years, those who have support us, support, supported us financially or morally. We thank you for everything you've done for us, and we pray especially for the ones who are sick, namely my dear wife Eunice, Dr. Leroy Lashie and his dear daughter Lisa, Connie Whitley, Ellie Matt, Everett Carter, Oliver Solomon, Murchis Nisbet, El Comido Willett, Ralston Otto, Wentworth Francis, Talbot Francis, Dennis Kelman, Joseph Gunthrop, Willis and Mona Daniel, Fillmore Hallpike, Earl Stevens, Jeanette Hughes, Dr. Roger Brown, Virgil Francis Jr., and all those who have not expressed their concerns, Lord, we just want to pray that you just touch their bodies. Heal them, Lord, from the bottom of their feet to the top of their head. Bring them back to their normal self again so they can continue to do the work you put them here on this, work to, on this world to perform. We're grateful again for all your help, and we pray you'll just continue to bless this show and bless each and every one of us and let this show go on without any interruptions whatsoever. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Anything special from you, Mr. Dennis? I know you're in a, another world in uh, one country. Three hours <laughs> yes, behind us. Well, yes, Leon, it was a bit of a stretch this morning of prying those eyelids open, you know, and keeping them open because, of course, the sleep just did not appear excited by the soccer match we were watching last night and okay. went to bed late. So, but uh, otherwise, you know, it's a cool 54 degrees out here right now. And so I've got a little sweater on to keep me just at the right temperature. Otherwise, that's it for now. Yes. Yeah. And we, we just would like to hear from Donna this morning. I don't know if she's in a position to speak, but I just took the liberty to bring her in. Come on in, Donna. Mr. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, indeed. We I love to hear your voice. Good morning. A bit chilly this morning, but we are doing fine here in New York City. Uh, you know, you know, you have a special voice, and Mr. Heath has taken up with it. Dennis, then Donna is on. Okay. Donna. Good morning to you, Donna. <laughs> Good morning to you, Dennis. <laughs> yes, yes. I, if I'm a, a permitted to say, Donna, you know, it's been what. About two months since we first entertained you on the show, and in those two months, we have seen that you and Debbie in the Antigua Barbuda Care Charity Group has done a wonderful and amazing effort with your appeals and support and the work you've done. I was fortunate enough to see a copy of the uh, television uh, uh-huh. Program she's that was still with the Antigua Crusader, Dennis. Uh, she's. I'm, so, I'm, she's I'm sorry. No, she's not related to the the, the Antigua Care. She is with Iva. She's oh. Iva's uh, sister. Oh. My apologies. Yeah. There, I thought that mm-hmm. the name, name, the name. It was the name, the name. Yeah, anyway, yeah. welcome to the show, and I'm delighted to make your acquaintance yes, on the has, radio. She has been yes. your sense from the onset. I'm the answer. Yes. Very answer. Uh, All right. So, <laughs> yes, ma'am. So, Dennis, you 
Thank you for that. And thank you, Donna. Thank you, Murchis. Anything from you, Murchis, otherwise? No, you're short. You're going to be short with us, or can you be with us? Yes, yes indeed. Yes, Whenever I'll you go, bye bye. Yes. Whenever you want to say, go, just say bye bye to us, and we will be glad to bring you. Okay. Good okay. morning, Donna. Good morning, Marjorie. How are you? Doing okay, thanks. And mom's doing a little better. She was she's sick, but she's coming around. Thank God. And so, but it's. Nice here, and we just trying to go through all those difficulties with the help of God. So we are hanging in tight. Yeah, give mom my love. I will do that. Thank you, and give my love to the family. Okay, thank you. Okay, thank you. What? What? Before you go, why don't you say? Why don't you say? Hello to Ren. He's in town. He may just hear you. I believe Ivan might have his radio tune in to us, and he thinks yeah. he's going to do Yeah, I was just about to say that. Good morning, Mr. Renfordor, and it's nice to know that you're in our neck of the woods, and I hope you're enjoying yourself. So have a good day, and sit back and listen to the show. Get some good vibes into you. Okay, let's get the show. Ivor and Carla and Lynette, too. I'm not right. going to get to talk to them, so have a good day, you guys. Okay, thank, thank you, you for your, your kind words. Let's get the ball rolling. You know my name. I'm by Tasha Cobb. Yeah. 
Pastor Cobb Leonard, you know my name. Hope you enjoy that. You know, every Saturday morning from 9 until 10, 
It's the inspirational portion of the entertainment Saturday morning episode. So we're going to be entertaining you with quite a few of these songs. I hope you like it. If you have a song you'd like to be requested, you'd like to request, I will make every effort to see if I can find it and play it for you. Our next song is going to be one done by the Drew Brothers. A few good men, they call it. Done by the Joe Brothers. As you know, or you've heard before, rent going down into more care. We're going to just show you some of what they have done over here. What the dying world could use is a willing man of God who dares to go against the grain and work without applause. A man who will raise the shield of faith protecting what is pure whose love is tough and gentle a man whose word is sure God doesn't need an orator Who knows just what to say He doesn't need authorities To reason him away He doesn't need an army To guarantee a win He just needs a few love and cry, men who'll face eternity and aren't afraid to die, men who'll fight for freedom and honor once again, he just needs a few good men. He calls the broken derelict. Life has been renewed. He calls the one who has the strength to stand up for the truth. Enlistment lines are open, and he wants you to come in. He just needs a few good men, men full of compassion, who laugh and love. Love and cry, men who face eternity. 
bring Donna into the pictures and see if she can tell us a little bit more about the Door Brothers. She must might have grown up with them. Donna, can Hello? I? Hello. Yes, I was just asking if you can tell us a little m- more about the Door Brothers. You probably might have grown up with them, have you? No, they, they grew up in Jindalan. I grew up in camp. So oh. I met Lani when I went to high school. We met no. up at high school. But okay. that's all I would know, that they continue to sing. I don't know them growing up as children. I just met him in school, mm-hmm. in high school. And uh, how about you, Marcy? Yes, throughout, yeah, throughout, well, they are known to be real great singers. Yes. And their voices yes. blend well together. Yes. And I, well, I didn't know Renan, the other brother at all. I just knew Lani and another yes. sister that they had, Pernella. Okay. That I met in high school. All right. Then I met Wen later on. Yeah. I was trying to so see if Mercy can help us with any information about him or, or the group and the brothers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I'm better than my... I'll put you in a spot. Right? I know them in my grown-up age, not when in my youth, so... Oh, not in your youth. No. And but Wen is also part of my my village in the castle. Their family is also from my area. But seeing that I didn't grow up there, I uh, didn't know them per se that in that time until I became grown. So, okay. yeah, but I'm affiliated with their singing, their music. Yes, indeed, great music. Um, yes. I don't know Mr. 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 Heat. I've heard them before, but um, I just know his favorite is uh, Shirley Caesar. But uh, how, how do you compare the, the, this with, with Shirley Caesar, Dennis? I really you know, enjoy the course, uh, Leon. I don't know them other than the introduction I've had since joining the show. But yeah. uh, certainly a good good voices and good rendition of uh, a very, very pleasant song. Yes, indeed. Okay. I got another song lined up for you folks. Take Me to the King by Tamela Mann. Yeah. 
Yes, take me to the king, Camilla Mann. Right about now, what we do at this time before we, before we go into the next song, we're going to pause because what we do, we usually introduce a book of the Bible. And this morning, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to introduce you to the book of Esther. This book tells us about the story of a beautiful Jewish girl. Her name was Esther, of course. And uh, King Xerxes uh, of Prussia 
chose her to be his queen. When Haman plotted to murder all the Jews, Queen Esther's cousin, Mordecai, persuaded Esther to try to save her people. Risking her own life, she appealed to the king and rescued the Jews. Although this book does not talk much about God, it tells about how God cares for his chosen people. In, and clearly shows that he is here for them in times of trouble. So the book of Esther is one that you should read. This is just the outline. So as we go through the book each and every week. Thank you guys for listening. And just want to say hello to Phil. I haven't heard from him all week. I don't know if he's okay, but just want to say hi to you, Phil. If you're listening, come on in. We miss you and hope that you are well. Our next one is from a guy by the name of Donnie McLaughlin. He sings, sings a lovely song, uh, Dennis. I, I've played it before. I've played it many times, but I'm going to play it again this morning. Donnie McLaughlin, he says, calls it a medley. And he speaks about Jamaica. Come on in, Danny. Where were you? Yes. A little hesitant, but... Well, then we're going to sing us some Jamaican songs. But if we sing them, you got to get out of those seats and you got to dance like you're really from Jamaica. Or your parents were from Jamaica. Parents, parents were from Jamaica. But I want you to be true to who you are.
they used to say.
I like to start with something funny. And I heard about these three pastors that were in a boat on a lake fishing together. One of them said, we never get to let our hair down. Let's each tell the area that we struggle in the most, our greatest sin, so we can pray for each other. The first pastor said, I hate to admit this, but I have a problem with gambling. Sometimes I sneak out at night and gamble. The second pastor said, I'm ashamed to admit this, but I have a problem with cheating. I hardly ever pay my taxes. The third pastor sat there silently. They waited and waited. He wouldn't budge. They said, we are not leaving until you tell us your greatest sin. He said, all right, my greatest sin is gossiping, and I can't wait to get off this boat. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Linda Randall, God on the Mountain, one of our favorites. 
Yes, I just want to say good morning to Dr. Leroy Lashley and Ann Lashley down there in Cocoa Walk in uh, Miami. I miss you folks. I hope everything is going well with you folks. Also, just want to shout out my friends down in Miami again, uh, Hannah Wade and Lionel Wade, two of my buddies, my friends. God bless you all. And not to forget my brother, Oliver Solomon. He's um, there waiting to be joined back with us again. Hopefully he can get things on the mend. And finally, Everett and Janet, Janice Carter in Palm Bay. Those folks are struggling, yes, with ill health, just like my, myself. And just pray that God will continue to just heal uh, Everett and Oliver and my wife, Dr. Lashley and Anne. I hope you all doing fine. And um, I know Dennis, this show cannot be complete without hearing one of Dennis's favorite personalities. And uh, she is no other than Shirley Caesar. This time she's going to sing one day at a time for us.
Dennis, I'm going to bring you right in now because I just want to know and I want you to tell the folks why you like Sergius Caesar so much and not Grace Phillips. Tell us. Well, Leon, it's uh, just beautiful. She has a tremendous voice and that arrangement of that song is absolutely fantastic. I could listen to that on a loop all day. Okay. Beautiful. You. Thank you for. Thank you. Yes, I got to popularize her whenever she's available to sing to us. I love her myself too. I got a couple of her albums brought from Miami with me, and I'm able to play some of these songs from her. Well, let's hear from the way. Ah, this guy goes by the name of Shinak, and he's going to sing Waymaker. Waymaker, one of modern gospel songs. I hope you like it.
Hello there, Liam. So, have you taken a break? Ladies and gentlemen out there in Radio Land, I think we have temporarily lost Leon. Uh, he's called away. So I think that I might Yes, 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 that was Waymaker. I'm just going to call Dennis right in now. Dennis, why don't you come right in? I am am right here, Leon. Yes, yes, yes. In about five minutes' time, we're going to go to the sports, and Dennis is going to be taking over for me to continue for a little while. So I'm just going to play one more song before we ask Dennis to help me. Okay. Dennis, anything is on your mind before we go? Any song that you'd like to request while we we, we hold tight for the next one to come up? Well, how about Susan Boyle? Oh, you like your... your, your, Susan, okay. I like Susan too. She... She sings the story but, behind you know, more to the can, candles would be a good substitute if you have that. Yes, we do always have that. That's uh, my well, let me, yeah. Go light your world. That's the name of it. What we call it? Go light candles. But you uh, know, yeah. Well, let's let's say this one before we do that. Right, I'll I'll just tell you. Let not your heart 
Linda Randall. His eye in on the sparrow.
Thank you, Leon. Thank you so much. There is a candle burning bright. It's a wonderful rendition. We certainly enjoy having that. Now, I think later on, I think Leon will bring us some sports, but how about a little tidbit? We are currently at the tail end of the T20 World Cup for this year, 2021, and I call it the tail end, but in truth, it's not really the tail end, but it's the grand finale because we have uh, New Zealand getting ready to take on the kangaroos from Australia, and this is certainly shaping up to be a wonderful final, if only because the two teams currently in the final were not the first two teams that most of our panelists or perhaps a few others out there thought would be in the final. But such as it is, the cricket is fantastic. It's really great. If I hope that, uh, you know, the listeners are, were able to see the second semi-final yesterday. What an enormously exciting game that was. Sixes in the dying stages of the match took that game for the New Zealanders. But, you know, the prize money is something that's well worth mentioning here again. 16 teams competed for a prize in the region of U.S. $5.6 million dollars. Well, prize money. The winners will collect $1.6 million, with the runners-up receiving 800000 Okay. Let, let me do this, uh, Dennis, because I got, I got a full script ready for you. So Go ahead. You hold that for me until, because, you know, after 14 matches, we're down yeah. to the finals, Australia against New Zealand for a grand final clash. A deep dive into what are the key head-to-head battles. The all-important task match, match up and what other factors could prove vital in this encounter. So Australia versus New Zealand come tomorrow at 10 o'clock our time. And in my book, don't know about you, but it seems as if us will have the the momentum, and they look to me as they are willing to take it all. Earlier in the week, England faced up against New Zealand. They made 166 for four. New Zealand replied with 167 for five. It was a an over to spare. It was a bitter pill for the English to score, but that's how they could crumble. You win some, you lose some. In the another semi-final match, Pakistan came up against the might of the Aussies. Pakistan scored 176 to 4. One would think that that was enough, but the Aussies says, no way, Jose. 177 for 5 with the one over to spear. Australia taking that encounter. And England still stunned. Okay, some upcoming fixtures. ICC Men to tw- um, T20 World Cup will continue. Of course, like we, Mr. 
teacher said, and West Indies are touring Sri Lanka. They'll be playing the board 11 board. Okay, got a repeat of that, so let's not do that again. Bravo. I know you like to sing and you like to dance, but they have a Sri Lanka board present 11, which comes up. Okay, it's going to be at 11 p.m. tonight. Okay, so West Indies face out against the President 11. And of course, West Indies will go on to play some other matches. We'll fill you in with all those tomorrow. Okay, ICC um, Men's T20 World Cup. And these continue, of course, like I said before. And Devon Mab, um, Conway will be out of the finals. While Pollard make, making a statement. But Western is a uh, face to face component of a high performance coaching program. Uh, of course, Western is has put on a uh, face to face component of high performance coach program. That is, is a wonderful, innovative. Uh, development program for the West Indies. We'll talk more about that, that is being put into place. And they also have joined up with the Republic Bank to launch what is called a five for fun children's for cricket format. Five for five, for, no, five for fun children cricket program. We'll tell you more about that because it's something innovative to in, in, induce the youngsters to, to make, make themselves Acquainted with with cricket, and who knows, we may just get some folks to to young folks to come in. Westerners now have to qualify, of course, for the 2022 World Cup, which is just about some eight months away or ten months away, if my memory serves me right. And the Westerners women, they are touring Pakistan, and over 800 officers, squad teams, special forces assigned to protect the West Indies women as they play Pakistan. And just to tell you some news about that, the ladies, they are playing a three-match series against the Pakistan ladies. And the West Indies won the first by some 45 runs. And in the second also, West Indies have won that by 37 runs. And the third is due to be played tomorrow. Um, and they face up onto that. West Indies coach Simmons, he's bracing for a heavy dose of, of Sri Lanka spin, meaning they are very much in Sri Lanka, and he is facing for a spin, a baptism of spin, not a fire, spin. And uh, most of you have heard before that the West Indies cricket board, they have announced that they will retain the management staff and the coaching staff for at least until the end of the year. No formal announcement was made, but the Johnny Graves, the CEO, mentioned it more than once, and we are glad to relate to you. New Zealand are going to be touring India come November the 17th to December the 7th. They're going to play two tests and three T20s. And the Women World Cup qualifiers will be taking place from November the 21st to December the 5th, of course, the Bangladesh women will be taking on Pakistan in the first encounter on the 21st, the Thailand women versus Zimbabwe, and so on and so forth. West Indies will play their first match 
against Papua New Guinea on the 21st as well. We'll tell you all about that tomorrow as well. And the USA is set to host Ireland in the first home series against a full member. First home series against a full member. And the Western Cricket Board, they have given thanks to to Dwayne Bravo for his outstanding international career. As most of you have known, Bravo has decided to call it a day for international cricket. So we just wish the young man well. He has done quite a bit. Of course, he was not perfect, but he did quite a bit to help West Indies. And uh, news coming out of Antigua uh, is that um, Saviv on a promo his program, he says it was nasty place to play cricket. It was a nasty place to play cricket, says Saville, talking about Yorkshire. I know Dennis has quite a bit to talk about as well. And just news coming in that England lose Roy to injury, so he would not be in... As a matter of fact, he won't be playing anymore too for a while if England are out. And of course, in that those two matches that West Indies ladies won, Dutton hit a marvelous century, and and it was a 45-run victory over the Pakistanis. Dutton, Deandra Dutton, she scored 132 runs in that the first encounter. Just want to mention also, so before we move on, that the England that the Jamaicans are given the green light to host the 2022 Carista Games. That is something very good. And also Olympic champion, Ms. Uh, Thompson Herat and Kusha, uh, the NACAC Athletic Players of the Year, female and male. And some more news because we want to go right into some soccer. And of course, we do have the squad that was selected by the West Indies to to prepare for the upcoming under-19 World Cup, which will be held in the Caribbean. And news out is that uh, Chanda Paul has been recruited to be among the officials for the under-19 team. So Shiv Chandarai Paul have also been included. So I'll give you the full lineup of the squad. Floyd Rifa, the coaching team, rather. Ron Nurse, he's the assistant coach. Secretly Ambrose, the assistant coach, he is with bowling. Shiv Paul will be batting consultant. Steve Lybird will be assistant coach. Ryan Austin will be assistant coach. Jamal Smith, assistant coach. Junie Mitchell, the team manager. Gregory Seals, the strength and the conditional coach. Lindell Knight, he's the physiotherapist. The Avanish uh, Sitaran will be the team and analyst. And uh, Jelani Robertson, the mental skill coach. So, folks, you take note of how many folks they have involved to help these youngsters. We hope they can do well. And uh, we're glad for that as well. And don't know if most of you have known that the, the Commonwealth Games are going to be held where? And, well, July the 29th to August the 7th. Next year, and I think it's going to be in Birmingham. And the Barbados women team has been elected to represent the Caribbean. And 
We have the groups laid out. Group A, Australia, India, Pakistan, Barbados. And Group B, England, New Zealand, South Africa, uh, uh, and so forth. And then Barbados will be taking on Pakistan on the 29th. No, Pakistan will be taking um, Barbados match schedule against Pakistan the 29th of July, against Australia the 31st of July, and against India, August the 3rd. And we're going to turn our attention to my favorite sports because we watched a very thrilling encounter last night between Mexico and the USA. It was one of the match worth repeating, worth seeing again, and worth paying a second, a second time to. Well, my, it was, to my mind, a, a good match. Mexico, to me, dominated the first half, but they were not able to to score any goals. On the other hand, when the tables turned and the USA was placed in the opposite direction, they came through with two wonderful goals. And, of course, that was enough to seal the victory for them. But over in England, where the ECB is taking place, when the, the um, English Premier League is taking place, Chelsea are still on top with 26 points, followed by Manchester City, well, that is up to last week. Today's um, results are not in yet. In, so we'll hopefully hear from Mr. Heath later and see if he has an update. Chelsea on the first position, Manchester City second, West Ham there third, Liverpool fourth, Arsenal fifth, Manchester United sixth, Brighton yes, seventh, Wolves eighth, Tottenham ninth, Crystal Palace tenth, Everton, Leicester, Southampton, Brentford, Leeds, Aston Villa, Watford in the 17th place and in the cellar zone, uh, Burnley, Newcastle, and Norwich. So Chelsea is up, but we'll ask Mr. Heatley later on to bring us up to date. And just to tell you the standings as of yesterday's matches, where in the CONCACAF region, the USA are leading. They're on 14 points, but a better goal difference than and Mexico, who are who have a goal difference of um, five, while the USA have seven. So, USA number one, Mexico number two, Canada are in third place. Panama, they are fourth. Costa Rica, they are fifth. Jamaica sixth, El Salvador seventh, and Honduras they are eighth. So the top three will go through to the World Cup in Qatar while the fourth place will be playing another uh, um, division and divisional team to qualify. Hope that Jamaica can make it past Panama and um, Costa Rica. I don't know how that will go. But some scores in last night's match. Honduras 2, Panama 3. Canada 1, Costa Rica 0. El Salvador 1, Jamaica 1. And the USA 2. Mexico City, not Mexico City, but Mexico Zero. Oh, okay. Just to bring you up to date with some match prior to this. On Thursday, the 14th of October. Well, let's not go into that for this point in time, but let's go over in Europe and tell you how the teams are shaping up in Group 1. Portugal and Serbia are 1 and 2 in Group 2. Spain and Sweden, 1 and 2. Italy uh, three, uh, one and two, 
followed by Switzerland, Italy and Switzerland in group three, and so on. It's a long list, but just want to tell you that Spain and Sweden are on top, and Italy have drawn a match against Switzerland. It was a great encounter. Some scores, Italy won, Switzerland won, Northern Ireland won, Lithuania zero, Moldova zero, Scotland two, Australia four, Israel two, Denmark three, uh, for Raw, uh, Ireland there one, and Andorra one, Poland four, England five, and um, Albania zero. Hungary, four, and San Marino, uh, zero, uh, Abidjan, one, and Luxembourg, three. And those are some of the scores I'll continue because and the Republic of Ireland, and Jewish Portugal, zero, zero. Armenia get a whipping from Northern Macedonia, five nil. Germany beat up on Kenya, nine. Zero. I don't know that name so well, so Lichin, Lichin, seen nine zero. While Iceland and Romania drew. Georgia two, Sweden zero. Georgia beat up on Sweden, and Greece one. No, Greece zero. Spain one. Russia six and Cyprus zero. Malta one and Croatia seven. And finally, Slovakia. Two and Slovenia. Two. That was a joint encounter. And those are just some of the news that we have for you, and from the world of sports. I hope you can get quite a bit. It was lengthy, but just want to tell you that tomorrow encounter, um, the World Cup should be foremost on your mind. And I hope you folks who are listening will have an opportunity to listen and watch the match. So we invite you to be with us tomorrow, Sunday, from 6 until 9. We will have a special guest. I'll ask Mr. Heath to just give us anything he has update for us. And, well, I just say that. So, Dennis, come on in. I'll fill us in with whatever you yes. have. Any updates? Thank, thank you, Leon. Very comprehend quite a lot of sports activity this week. And first, that that little name you are wrestling with there is Liechtenstein, a small European country. Yeah. Um, the the um, English Premier League is currently on the international break, so there won't be any results for... This is the end of the first week, so we have another week to go while they play the uh, World Cup qualifiers last week or this week and next week so everything will remain pretty much the same as it uh, was uh, read by Leon earlier today also okay. a comment a comment I might have on the um, yes, West, Indies women, West Indies women in Pakistan I mm. take off my hat to DeAndre Dotton who scored, top scored 132, which Leon pointed out. But I also wanted to mention all-rounder Haley Matthews because she second scored, the top second score of 57 on that first match. And, of course, in the second match yesterday, DeAndre Dotton again top scored with 34, and Haley Matthews was right up there with her 
top scorer, second top scorer of 26. So, you know, a tip of the hat to both these young ladies and appreciate them so much, uh, you know, what they have done. Let's hope they can keep it up for the rest of the tournament out there in uh, in Pakistan and, of course, the World Cup qualifiers. And Let's give a, a royal welcome to David, King David, 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 David. Come on in. Hey, good morning, Leon. Good morning, uh, Dennis. Good morning, um, good morning, David. Let me, let me apologize to you for not coming on to the program on Sunday, but after partaking in that in those two semifinals, I had a lot of calls to catch up to, and I am. Um, by the time I finish, I will forget that I needed to get on the program on Sunday. Um, I also would like to say good morning to Marquise and Lynette. Morning, Cardinal. And I see Ardley must have been down already. We're getting some of this cold weather down here, so I'd like to say good morning to Ardley. And good morning to the listeners, wherever they are in the world. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night. Um... As I was indicating, that last week we had two semifinals being played um, in the South Side of the Alliance T20 tournament. And um, both semifinals were played at um, John Prince Park. And there was, um, the first game was a, was a very, very competitive game. Titans back in first. And Piling up 190 for one. Ooh. And Kavin, Kavin getting 106. And um, Andre Fraser getting 66. So those are the main contributors there. I'm sorry. 189 for two. I'm sorry. 189 for two with Kavin getting 100. Fraser getting 66. Uh, bowl, the most successful bowler for Titans, for Tropics, I mean, is um, Hugh Morgan with two for 38 from his four overs. You know, when Titans batted, they saw the return of favor, only losing two wickets, 190. Uh, one, one wicket for 190 with um, top score going to Gavin Wallace. He made 74 from 36. His innings contain two, four, and seven sixes. Uh, Ryan Watson getting 55. 30 balls, two, four, and five sixes. And Fillmore Davis getting 46 not out. So Mr. Wallace and Mr. Davis were not out. Fillmore got in his 55 from 46 balls, two, four, and a six. Incidentally, um, Go back to Praveen. His 106 came from 66 ball with 6, 4, and 9, 6, eight. So he was on a war path there scoring that 100. And that, this is his second 100 in this tournament. So he's in pretty good form. So um, topics are into the final. They're, they um, easily defeated um Titan. The lone wicket taker for Titan is Avakash Puran. He got one for forty one from four over. 
the next match did not live up to the hype or the fireworks that we thought was going to be in that game. Um, Ambassador by his first, and they only made 109 for nine in in their last 20 overs. The top score going to Aldane Martin. He got 38. Um, Nicholas McCool getting 17, and um, O'Neill Walker getting 10. Bowling for St. Lucie. There are three bowlers with two wickets each. Charles Reed with a very mean spell. He bowled nine over, um, four over for nine runs, and got two wickets. And Richard Louis got bowled four over for 14 runs, and he got two wickets. Those are two elder state men in, those, in that team, and they were bowlers who they seemed they couldn't get away off the square. Tyram Nagy, uh, Nagy, he got two for 20. Young Elton Tucker Jr. getting one for 21 for four. When St. Lucy replied, they made 113 for four. Then on a hell little statement, Rodney Husband getting 54 from 40, two balls. He's, um, Six four and three sixes. Um, Charles Reed came again and start with the bat twenty nine from thirty seven ball. Yeah. Two four and a six. And Richard Louis getting eleven. So those were the main contributors here. With um, Leon Tullock getting two for 24 from four. And um, Oni Walker getting one for 11 from two. And Carnell White getting one for 18 from two. So the final is set. We played inside the stadium on the turf wicket. Um, Sunday, November 21st, starting at 11 a.m. sharp. Saying that, we also, you know, would let, we just would like to ask the supporters of, of the league to come out and um, enjoy the day of cricket on Sunday for the final. Um, and incidentally, now the the, um, the U.S. would be playing. Um, three fifty over game and two T twenties against Ireland who will be going to the Caribbean. They'll be stopping here in the US to play those those um games before they go on to the Caribbean. Uh, don't have an exact date as yet, sometime in December. Yeah, we we announced the matches already. David we do have huh? to do that. We have the fixture for that as well. So we did we did talk about it a little earlier. In my okay. report, I'll bring you up the date. So yeah, so that's that's just what's happening here locally. Come December also. Um, I think December sixth to the thirteenth. The um US Open. So we'll play it here. You know, we'll be having a lot of um cricketers from the Caribbean. 
you know, Pakistan, so forth, coming in to play in that tournament. You know, there may be some past cricketers, maybe some present, um, one from the Caribbean coming in to partake in that tournament. So it could be a very um, busy December here in Central Broad Regional Park for the tournament. So that's that's gonna be it for me, Leon. Okay. Just uh, just to just to, to tell the public that the, the tour of Ireland to the USA will commence and the first T twenty will be on December the twenty second, followed by another on the day the following day. The ODI will be played on December the twenty sixth, twenty eighth and the thirtieth. So three T ODIs and two T twenties. We played in December, starting on the the twenty second of December, right in the Christmas time. Dennis, go right in. Go right in. Dennis, take. Nope. Right. Okay. Dennis. Music. All right. Thank you. We will have a little music. Where did that go? I will just take a clip of this one. A Barbadian engineer by the name of Cephas got to know that Trinidadians were superstitious. This Barbadian... Barbadian engineer by the name of Cephas got to know that Trinidadians were superstitious. This Barbadian smart man by the name of Cephas got to know that Trinidadians were superstitious. So he buy a piece of land up Ololo Mountain, put some concrete around a spring and open a fountain. Well, in less than no time, when you hear the shout, stupid people coming from all about, throwing coins in the fountain. Each one seeking happiness Grown by hopeful lovers Tell me which one will the fountain bless Barbadian engineer by the name of Cephas got to know that Trinidadians were superstitious. This Barbadian smart man by the name of Cephas got to know that Trinidadians were superstitious. So he buy a piece of land up Ololo Mountain, put some concrete on a spring and open a fountain. Well, in less than no time, when you hear the shout, stupid people coming from all about, throwing coins in the fountain. Each one seeking happiness Grown by hope 
Come on in, Cardinal. Your line is open. Are you in mute? Oh. Good good morning. Good morning, Leon. Good morning, David. Good morning, Dennis. Good morning. Merchis is also on as well, so don't be. Oh, okay. I, I'm, I'm sorry. Good morning, Merchis. I didn't, I didn't hear Merchis come in. And, you know, if Ivor is on and listening, wherever yes. he is, good morning to you, my brother. And to all the fans, friends, and supporters of the Saturday morning entertainment show. It's pretty sunny here on St. Croix. I should say the Virgin Islands, a nice 88 degree weather. A little bit cooler than, you know, the previous um, months. A little windy. I, I'm not even sure if it's windy, but it's it's a little rough in the seas, as I saw it um, yesterday and the day before. Maybe it will be all calm down now. But still pretty hot and still pretty wonderful. We still got we still got the warmth. We still got the sunshine. And so I'm I'm hoping that everybody can join the entertainment show and share our sunshine here. David, I, I, I hear you say that you're cold because I hardly bring down the cold from up north. I, I can share some of that with you, man. Don't, don't be aggrieved by what hardly brings down. Hardly was just trying to, to, to bring his compliment to the area. Don't, don't treat him too badly. So take it over, Cardinal. Just go right ahead. Do your thing. You okay. Some... Well, yes. let me say special... Good morning to the special fans, and you know our, our listeners know who they are. But I'll let you know anyway. I'm going to go on up to New York. Where I'm going to say good morning to Murtris, Ina, Donna, Sharon, and Lady Bob's in Nisbet. Good morning to you. Great Saturday morning. I'm going over to Saint Martin. Where I'm going to say good morning to Irma, and I'm hoping that Irma has gotten over her grief at, at West Indies last because she stays on it for a while. She is, you know, Irma, hoping hopefully that you'll get over it and enjoy the um, the finals tomorrow. Good morning, Carlos, my good man, my technician over there in St. Martin. And let me go on over to St. Kitts, where I'm going to say good morning to Lynette. I haven't heard Lynette for the morning, so, hey, well, maybe that's why I didn't hear Phil either. Salut, Leonard, come on in and give Phil a cheer. I'm going to go on over to Nevis when I'm going to say good morning to Mr. Renfordor and his staff there at 2020 Vision, and particularly to Carmen Lady C. Griffin. Good morning to you from the entertainment show. I'm going to go on over to the UK where I'm going to say good morning to Omel and, you know, I know, I know. Um, Omel heard um, Leon's report on the status of the of the what you call it, the, the soccer league over there in England, the Premier League, and and she's gonna have something to say about that. Come on up, Omel. That's okay. I'm gonna step across the channel to Port Lauderdale. Where I'm gonna say good morning to. Elimat, King Elimat, that is, I was so sorry for the fellow last week. And he tell me, explain to me how he bawled about West Indies' life. 
Elimas, man, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you are over that by now. And, and you, you, you learn and know what to expect so you wouldn't ball so hard. Okay. Good morning, Marva Jones and my favorite celebrity, Tiffany, her little brother Malik and little sister Tanaya. Good morning to you. I'm going to go on down to the southwest Miami where I'm going to say good morning to Jerome Cutner Richardson. Good morning, Cutner. We haven't heard from you in a while. I got to tell you that. So, buzz us up if you know. Anyway, have a great time with us this morning. I know you and the fellows down there in Cutleridge are listening in and having a good laugh. I'm going to go on up to Georgia. I'm going to say good morning to Monique, Barbara, and Yvette up there in Georgia, hoping that they are having a great time despite this cooler season. Well, like I say, we got the sunshine here on the Saturday morning entertainment. So as long as you join us, you are going to be warm despite the cold. Good morning to Audley as well. I don't know where to place him because um, David says he's here, there, and everywhere. But hopefully he's there here in South Florida bringing us some of his cool weather, as David indicated. Let me also say good morning finally to my dear sister Yvonne. And she's the one who keeps me laughing all week. I can't, tell you, can't even tell you some of the things to get me to laugh about. But I love you, sis, knowing that you're there. Having a great day, and you're gonna have a great time with us this morning. She's gonna have some. She's gonna have something to say about that. Really. And with that said, good morning to all the fans, friends, supporters of the Saturday morning entertainment show. Step on in. Have a great day with us. We've got sunshine, and Leon is gonna have a great show for you. Back to you. Okay. Thank you, Cardinal. Once again. Uh... Welcome back to the show. Uh, it's always refreshing to have uh, your presence on the show because you bring with us such deep thinking and insights. Uh, today, are, are we doing the anniversary today? Do you have any? Yeah, uh, I, I, of, I, I do. Yes. Okay, you want me to go ahead it, and do that? Yes, yes it, it might is, be time to. Go ahead. It is the celebration of birthdays, anniversaries, and a few historical notes, compliment of Audley Watson. And this is November 13th, the 317th day of 2021. A couple of birthdays from the West Indies. James Neblet out of Guyana, Clyde Cumberbatch, an umpire. Um, he, he died in 2017. From England, Jack Buckenshaw, who is 81, Ken Shuttleworth, who is 77. From Australia, Percy McDonald and Janice Parker, who is 84. From Sri Lanka, Samika Bandara, who is 41. From the Netherlands, Hermione Rambaldo, a female cricketer, who is 41. The late Stafford Young, a name we hear, I hear over and over again, a former friend of the cricket show. Ramnarain Samudat, author uh, of, of test, test Cricket Records, uh, from March 1877 to September 2019. We had him on the cricket show um, on, on, a, on, a, on an occasion or two. 
Emma Raducano, the young and upcoming British tennis star, was born today on November 13th, the unexpected U.S. Open champion of 2021 of the U.S. Open Tennis Championship, one of the great majors. Basketball player, run artist, better known, known better, uh, changed his name to Meta World Peace. He's 42. Jimmy Kimmel, the comedian and late night talk show host, is 54. Whoopi Goldberg, the American actress and comedian, she's 66. Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, who's 64. Merrick Garland, the current U.S. Attorney General, he's 69. And in 1789, what's his name? Benjamin Franklin pens in his diary, there's nothing, nothing is certain but death and taxes. Wow. They put taxes all the way up there with death. With death. Anyway, in 1839, the first U.S. anti-slavery party, the Liberty Party, convened in New York City. In 1839, the last bull run in British as the Stamford Bull ends after 700 years. Spain still does its thing over there with that. In 1856, the great bell of Big Ben first chimes in at the foot of the still unfinished clock tower outside the palace of Westminster. You hear about Big Ben, the, the clock that never stops. In 1895, the first shipment of canned pineapple from where? Hawaii. Okay. So let's say Antigua is, is competing with that right now. But it, the first one was from Hawaii. And like I always say, there only could be one first. In New York, New Jersey, the New York, New Jersey Connect Holland Tunnel was was, was first completed and opened. In 1933, the first modern sit-down strike by Hormel Meatpackers, you remember Hormel, that, that food packaging company in Austin, Minnesota. In 1951, Janet Collins is the first African-American dancer to appear at the Metropolitan Opera in the production of AIDA. In 1952, false fingernails were first sold, and they're making a big run all the way in 2021 and on to 2022. In 1955, the first live telecast from non-contiguous foreign country, Havana, Cuba. In 1956, the U.S. Supreme Court rules race separation on buses in Alabama to be unconstitutional. That's after establishing in the year before that such actions or such statutes are, are, are unconstitutional, you know, following the board, the, the Brown board, board of the versus the Brown versus the Board of Education decision, which overturned the Supreme Court decision established in 1896 that says as long as the quarters for black people and white people, its own practice of apartheid were equal, it did not violate the Constitution. Here, they are reaffirming that separation on the buses in, based on an Alabama statute does violate the Constitution. In 1973, Oakland A's Reggie Jackson wins the 
AL MVP unanimously in 1979 when Reagan announced his candidacy for the U.S. presidency in New York City. In 1985, baseball's Dwight Gooden, the youngest 20-game winner, wins the Cruz Young Award in 1986. U.S. President Ronald Reagan confesses weapon sales to Iran. You remember that Iran-Contra scandal? Finally, they come up clean. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not even sure if they came clean on that. In 1994, Sweden agrees to join the European Union. In 1994, the 44th Nazca Sprint Cup was won by Dale Earnhardt. In 2000, Philippi, the Philippine House Speaker Manuel Villa Jr. passes the articles of impeachment against Philippines President Joseph Estrada. In 2014, Indian cricket batsman Roy Chama sets a new, world rec- new ODI world record of 264 runs of 173 balls against Sri Lanka at Eden Gardens in Calcutta. Calcutta. Not Calcutta. Calcutta. In 2017, the world's earliest winemaking uncovered from Camus Didigora. Georgia in Clepots from 6,000 BC. And in 2018, the, tr- the trial of Joaquin El Chapo Guzman begins in New York, one of the famed kingpins, drug kingpins of the world. That's it for your historical note. Thank you. Thank you, Cardinal. Well, I guess we've been uh, uh, seeing the news of the various trials taking place uh, today. Well, not just today, but uh, recently. But one thing that really caught my eye in particular uh, was the, in the Arbery, Ahmad Arbery murder trial. Of course, this trial was uh, listed in, by CNN of all news outlets that Aubrey died after a confrontation with three white men. Now, seriously, how can you call that a confrontation when Aubrey was jogging, doing his exercise, and he was attacked? So, shame on CNN for displaying it like that. But more shameful, of course, is we have the comments of the defense attorney, the one who said um, that black pastors in the spectators' gallery was influencing the jurors. Now, this defense attorney, he summarily dismissed all the black potential jurors. Note that the black population in that area is about 25% or a little more, yet there was only one black juror seated. This jury makeup and composition was so blatantly obvious that the trial judge was reported to have commented negatively, noting that what appears to be intentional removal of black jurors based on the attorney's challenges. Now, to compound his racist challenge, the defense attorney 
openly tells the court and the world that black members of the public seated in the public seats there to watch the trial are there to influence the jurors hearing the case. The defense attorney said I think, that I think, I think Dennis, I didn't want to disturb you, but I think Dennis, the, the, the word he did not use was influence, but intimidate. Uh, well, thank you. I think I was perhaps being a little PC there, but uh, you have the gist of it, and I'm glad you corrected me on that. The defense attorney said the black pastor should be banned from witnessing the trial procedure. Well, we can see that the treatment and racial biases are no longer subtle. Now the biases are displayed in very public places and in loud voices. The question is, when will justice and truth come for us as a race? Any thoughts and comments from you on that, uh, Cardinal? That, that, is not, that is not a difficult question to answer because... You know, it, 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 it should, it should for, for those people who understand what's really going on or what has been really going on in this country for the entire, for its entire existence, it, it, it's manifesting itself in a way that most people can understand. It's clear enough for people to understand. But unfortunately, there are some people who are going to pretend that they don't. There are some people who are going to present the excuses and the, the attempt to somehow sugarcoat this affair. Now, but it tells us one thing, and it, demonst it demonstrates one thing, how deep-seated racism is in the culture, the way of life that is called the American way of life. And it's not going to go anywhere because all of the attempts to, 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 to sweep it under the carpet have failed. And so it keeps coming back to, to express itself in really reprehensible ways. Now, here is a system, the very heart of the system that says, it relies on integrity. It relies on truth to do its business. And in the heart of it, it's presenting a, a racist expression that is so pronounced that the judge himself couldn't even avoid it. He couldn't pass Cardinal. on Cardinal. this trial without... Partner, one yes. moment. Can I, can I yes, ask yes. you to hold your thoughts and you pick it up again? But we have Dawn on with us who we have an appointment with for a quick five-minute break at this time. Or is it Debbie? Mm -hmm. I think it's Debbie, not Dawn. And so can we just get – is that – That's right. That's there? okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Get, so so Debbie, let's, let's welcome – Let's welcome Debbie, and in, in, in welcoming Debbie, I'd like to say to her that I was fortunate enough to, Deb, are you hearing me, Debbie? Debbie, are you there? Dawn? Yes, yes. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes, I can hear you now. 
I, I okay. was saying in welcoming, in welcoming you to the show this morning, I wanted to personally let you know that I was able to see a clip of the uh, events down in Antigua Barbuda on Independence Day with the uh, group fest or feast or right. all those people being fed. And it was very pleasing to the eyes and the ears to see the wonderful uh, feast that you and your group have been able to procure to help those folks down there in Antigua Barbuda. So once again, I take my hat off to you both and, of course, all the parties that work with you in putting this together. Welcome to the show this morning, and you have the floor. Hi, good morning, everyone. Happy Saturday. Just wanted to wish everyone happy Saturday and to, you know, thank everyone who has um, given to us in the past. Um, we are looking forward now to do a toy drive, Tiga, that are less fortunate, as well as um, for some of the older folks um, that live um, through the Fine Institute. So at this particular moment, we are looking for um, any gift, gift, toys, um, clothing, baby items for about 300 young people from the ages of newborn. Um, currently, we have, um, I was just told yesterday, we have eight moms, moms who are pregnant and the father lost their jobs and so, so forth. So um, it's been difficult um, now that they're getting into their last trimester. So um, I can share with you, uh, Mr. Um, Leon, um, you know, our list, as you know, I do list very well um, um, of all the needs in terms of newborns, et cetera. So if anyone is listening, I just want to say to them, um, any items for families, we need them from clothing to toiletries to baby strollers, et cetera. I can tell you if you'd like to ship them for monetary donation, we accept it. We, once again, we're looking for toys. We're looking for toiletries. We're looking for puzzle books. We're looking for socks and anything that families can use, we are in need of. Just wanted to say thank you to everyone that helps us out um, in terms of um, helped us out in um, terms of the independent celebration. Um, just wanted to thank all of our committee members. Dawn, I don't know if she's coming on this morning. Travis yeah, Brown. Okay, so Dawn mm -hmm. Cochran, um, Travis Brown of being a St. Louis Adapa family. Um, which is um, Sir Raguette. He does the soup kitchen. Claudina from Barbuda. Earl Francis. Um, Farai from the Blaze Radio Show in New Jersey. Mr. William Harris. Nigel Catherine. Pastor Pete. Shanita. I want to say happy birthday to Shanita Joseph today. Today's her birthday. She runs the Smile Foundation. And most of the baby items that we were able to ship down last week. Um, she already have families that are in need that got those baby items. And kudos to Tracy Henry, who is, who is enjoying the Dominican Republic today, and Veronica Anthony. So, you know, to say we need, we need, we need, we're outside of the United States of America. We're outside of Antigua. We all live in the United States of America. We do have connections into London and and so forth and so on. So if anyone is listening and wants to know how they can donate, they can, um, you know, email me, D-E-B-B-Y-C-A-M-P, 
C-A-M-P-B-E-L-L-N-Y-C at AOL.com. And my number is 845-820-6598. It's like I'm having a senior moment this morning. I'm sorry. Once again, um, thank you. Thank you Debbie Campbell, NYC at AOL.com. And my number is 845-820-6598. We, we take all donations. We thank we thank each and every one for the donations that we received this week. Thank you, Mr. Leon, for your timely donation, and we look forward to anyone else who would like to make a donation to us. Dawn? Yes. Hi. Good morning, everyone. Morning. Thank Dawn. you guys very much for assisting us on the radio show, and we definitely want to continuously connect with you and our viewers that you have that come to your radio station and one of these days, we're going to have to get together and do something real big and raise some funds for us because we are in need of those of that. And also, I would like to thank Mr. Raggett and also the Smile Foundation and the House of Refugee Ministries, Pastor Pete, because he has a food pantry. And if people would like to donate to the pantry locally, they can sponsor some food and they can get in touch with him through us. So these things can be connected. We all can work together to make this very successful to all of everybody who is in need in Antigua and Barbuda, okay? Um, I must say that we managed to put on a very good display of food. As you know, there was at least 40 to 48 items of every type of food. I mean, local food all over. We're talking about plantains and we're talking about rice and peas salt fish. Um, I know they had goat water. I know they had conch. I know they had rabbit meat. The, the list is very long, but I'd like to thank those donors who also were able to participate and bring something to the table for the people that we're serving in Antigua. So that's what I have to say. And also, I'd love to be able to have us connect and actually do something in Antigua for our for the Antiguan and Barbican team. And it is to benefit those that are in need, okay? So it's something that we can work on maybe for next year where we're all there together and we can be, we'll be by satellite so everybody will see us and we can get ABS TV involved as well with the fundraiser. And so, you know, at the moment, I'm here to listen to anybody who's calling in. Let me give you guys my information. My name is Dawn Cochrane Purton, 785 5545628 email is curtain k i r t o n 697 at gmail.com and please don't forget us that we're in need of donations no matter what then you turn back i said want to say thank you ladies thank you Especially, we just want to say get well soon yes. debbie I hope you thank you. Everything goes well with you and Dawn, just keep up the good work. And um we we just proud enough to invite um, Debbie tomorrow at six to do the opening prayer at our cricket show tomorrow afternoon. So in that event people will hear your voice again. So thanks a lot and we were privileged to see the soup kitchen in, in, in action. And um, yes. where, in, where, in fact, that it is located, can you tell me where that is? Isn't it located by the West Bus Station, from what I'm understanding? Oh. 
Association. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it's down by the market area and the opposite right. side looks, of the market area. It yeah. looks professional, it looks good. And thanks again. We we appreciate you folks coming on and we just wish you all well. Your work will not go unnoticed. Keep on keeping on. Goodbye. Yes, so I have much. one to say as well is that happy birthday to Shanita Joseph of the Smile Foundation. Okay. And also they will be celebrating their first anniversary on the 22nd of November. That will be a year that the Smile Foundation has been actively doing what she's doing out in the community. And so we received a lot of pictures from her when she first started and what else she was doing. And so we just wanted to thank her to bring all of this to petition as well as Pastor Peace who joined us. So we're looking forward to the next 100 years of working mm-hmm. with you guys on the radio okay. show and also with anybody else who has an interest in donating as well. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys so much. Okay, God bless you all. Keep on keeping on. God bless you. God bless you. Stay safe and be well. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We're back back to our normal scheduling. Cardinal Peter, sir. Yes. Okay. Let me just... Let me just uh, continue... Um, oh, by, you know, by the way, Cardinal, this, by the way, Cardinal, did you know that um, the board, Renford is in town? Oh, yeah, Renford. Ivan mentioned it to me last night. I know he is in, um, he's somewhere in... He's on his way to Tallahassee. Yeah, he was in Miami. Oh, oh, on his way. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah, Ivan mentioned it that he, he got into the company. So, you know, I'm, I'm not even sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, but go ahead. Take, mm-hmm. take you off your, your, your spin. Go ahead and do what you had to do. You're, you're into something great here a while ago, so why don't you continue? Yeah. No, I'm saying the, the judiciary or the courts are supposed to be the, the, the country's or the society's most sacred institution. And... Is that institution is infested with racism to the point where not even the judge could do anything about it. What it is to say about all the other institutions, the economics, the religion, you know, the law, and, and whatever else. So our anticipation or hope that somehow one of, one of these days this is going to change it's a wasted hope. You know, it's a wasted hope because the transformation of the society would require the, transform- the mental and psychological transformation of the people who give rise to that society. So, and that, that, that's not happening. So our alternative as the people who have been targeted for dehumanization and oppression as, as, as the people who have been targeted for this kind of indignity, our only alternative is to remove ourselves from the authority of its, 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 its organization. And like I always say, the only adequate response to the oppression of a people is the liberation of that, that people who are targeted for oppression. Nothing short of this can work. Remember, 
we tried before. We tried emancipation. That didn't bring any peace to us. We tried civil rights. That did not bring any peace to us. We, we are now trying what is called the Black Lives Matter movement. That in itself is not going to bring any peace to us. The only way that we can entertain that peace is to be the architects of our own destiny. Beyond that, we are still in a circumstance of slavery. And I'm going to say this. I define slavery as an arrangement in which one, peop- one person or group allocates the authority to dictate the social destiny of another person or group. I know a lot of people are going to disagree with my definition, but that's okay. And so a lot of people who operate under the impression that slavery was abolished in the United States in 1865, you are dead wrong. It has not been abolished yet because for it to be abolished, the, the arrangement or the system which sustains it has to be dismantled. It's just like, 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 you know, Emperor Haile Selassie said in 1936, and again to the, to the League of Nations in 1936, and again to the United Nations in 1963, until the philosophy that holds one race superior and another inferior is finally and permanently discredited and abandoned, these antagonisms would not. The, the, the little bones of or tokens of benevolence that have been offered over the years that we mistake for a trend towards liberation are not enough. And it's proven that they are not enough. It, 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 it is indicating to a lot of people who have been otherwise unmindful of the deep-seated character, racist character of the entire socio-cultural construct. So when our vice president stood up and told us that America is not a racist country, we should have been, those of us who know the history of this country have the right to feel insulted because that is an insult to the intelligence of human beings. That is, that statement itself defies the logic of human intelligence. Now, we've got a long way to go, and we have hardly begun that journey. There have been protests, of course, and protests and protests, but nothing more. People walk up and down, march up and down, wear out their shoes, but did not get the relief. I shouldn't even say, did not get their entitlement, not just relief, but did not get their entitlement. And this is, this is showing up now in the armored Arbery murder trial. And it's also showing up in the trial of, of what is his name, Kyle Rittenhouse. Right. So at the same time, the Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg has said, let me show you how the construction of highways 
has been done under a racist program in the construction of highways. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought of that? Except yeah. people who understand the concept of race and understand its implications to the development, preservation, design, administration of that social construct called the United States of America. This is not, this is not about the action and, and, and conduct of individuals. This is a systemic and institutionalized process that has been established for the purpose of dehumanizing large groups of people. And unless that is transformed completely by a transformation of the people themselves for whose benefit it was established, the only alternative that the targeted people have was to move, is to move themselves away from the authority of that socioculture. Now, in the process, I would say this to the white collectives. You know, you refuse to recognize your ref- that your reference to the sanctity of human rights and the, 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 the primacy of humanhood and the equality of human value, you refuse to recognize the disparity between the operation of your social construct and your proclamation of its guarantee of opportunity, liberty, and justice. You refuse to acknowledge that your socioculture is a statement about you as a collective not about the specific conduct of any particular individual. And with that refusal to recognize that as a collective makes the entire collective deserving of the racist identity. So it does not allow anyone to escape on the, prep, on the proffer that, look, I have offered a token of our benevolence in not going anywhere. So we got to remove ourselves from it. And in that process, we also have to attend the psychological and mental injury and infection with which it has served us over the years, or else, even if we move ourselves away from this authority, we would inflict injury on ourselves. So our liberation is a two-step process. One, remove ourselves from the authority of white supremacy. Two, heal ourselves from the injury and infection that we contracted while under its guidance and supervision. Who are your thoughts there? That's my thought. That's my thought. Okay. I'm sure Dennis has gotten something to provoke him. Dennis, anything? How are we going to uh, move, move ourselves? <laughs> yeah, that's, well, that is, the, that is the thought. How are we going to move out of this situation where we see the recent redrawing of boundaries in the various states as a result of the um, census? And 
we're, we're looking at areas where the minority population, although they have increased significantly, the state of, for example, Texas gained 10 seats, or rather, my apologies, Texas has gained a significant amount of seats as a result of the brown population increase. And what do we see? Minority representation have been, the boundaries have been drawn to the extent where we have minority representatives being forced into the same district, which means that the minority representation would be diluted significantly, while the opposite side, we see that the other groups have, the other group, I should say, the major group with the power has increased their hold significantly. And it's not just happening in Texas. It's happening in other states where um, the, the Republican groups seem to have a hold on the you know, the, the state's governing body by virtue of their gerrymandering of the boundaries. So, Cardinal, you know, you, you, you floated the idea, but I don't know that it'll ever change until and unless we get a significant change in the acceptance of the tenet that all men are created equal. And uh, that is where I will leave it for now, uh, Leon. Before, before you go, before you leave it, I just want to just reinforce something or ask something. Do you think the laws that they're making now is just reinforcing the, the electoral college? Because I, I can't understand for the life of me. More people can vote for a candidate. And you know, if, if, if he doesn't get that particular state, the electoral college, he's still not going to be able to gain a... Yeah. Excuse me one second. Leon, yeah. I must step away one second. Yeah, okay. Okay, so Cardinal, what I was saying, I don't. I, I think the laws that they're making is reinforcing the electoral college so that makes it more difficult for a candidate to win. Do you see it that way? Look, people who have power and 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 Frederick Douglass told us that, you know, hundreds of years ago. Um, people have power. He said it this way. Power concedes nothing without demand. As long as we continue to rely on the prescriptions of the socioculture that incorporates our dehumanization, we can never move ourselves beyond the reach of its authority. It's like saying, as, as, you know, for those of you who, who have, are familiar with the, 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 um, the Exodus, mm -hmm. you know, Moses says, we cannot be a free people. The, 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 your church tells you that Moses said, we cannot be a free people if we remain in Egypt. Now, that's not, I, 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 that does, I want to remind people, that doesn't have any factual, factual accuracy. Okay? That doesn't have any factual 
accuracy. It's a, it's a theoretical uh, analysis. But let me say it this way. In the theory, Moses says, we cannot, we cannot uh, acquire our liberty if we remain in Egypt. We got to get out from the authority of the Egyptian authority. And once they crossed that border, the second thing happened. They remained in the desert for 40 years. Why? Because they needed to be cleansed of all of the injury and infection that they contracted and sustained while they were under the control of the oppressor. So they couldn't go into the new land unless there was a cleansing. And that cleansing meant the passing of a generation that could not be otherwise cleansed mentally and psychologically because you remember that they took three days to come from Canaan to Egypt three days journey why would it take them 40 years to go back so it, it, it is a theory it's a theory which explains what happens to people when they are under the control of another people who do not respect their human value and identity. And this is the same thing that black people are experiencing today. No, we didn't voluntarily come across the Atlantic to Britain and America and France and the Caribbean and so on. We were brought over by a dubious invitation in change. No, they made this slavery so so sophisticated and the same thing that they do with the laws they made it more sophisticated by taking off by removing the restraints of stone iron wood and what else stone iron wood and 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 and, and, and you know I usually name four. Anyway, they removed those restraints, and we all people thought that we were free when some of our people were saying, no, we're not. Frederick Douglass said, look, you said that you're giving us freedom, and you're wondering what to do with us now that we are free. I'm going to tell you what to do with us. Do nothing with us. Don't help us. Mm-hmm. Don't give us anything. And leave us to hell alone. A hundred years later, Malcolm X come and said the same thing. But because we were not mentally and psychologically cleansed of the impact and influence of our enslavement, we continue to cooperate and be complicit and and became dependent upon the terms and conditions of that enslavement. So a mental process has to go on, but also a social process of separation also has to take effect. Both things have to take effect. A mental and psychological process of separation from the terms and conditions under which we were enslaved, we have to stop embracing 
and validating those terms and conditions. And we continue to do that. Because with every term, they simply make the terms and conditions of slavery, they change the image and make the terms and conditions of slavery more sophisticated. So we go back and we, re- we, 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 we reiterate or repeat the, 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 the terms and conditions of slavery, only that this time they took off the chains. But slavery You lost card man? Let me tell you something in the meantime. <laughs>
was suffering, a poor man's life is really hard indeed. Think it over, uh-huh. my friend. Think it over, carefully again. again. Do it again. Think it over. Okay, uh, Dennis, are you okay. back or no? Yeah. Cardinal you is back. back. Did you see? Yeah. Go ahead. Did you see? Cardinal is back, but he's muted. Yeah, okay, good, yes. I'm yeah, back. Okay, good. So, uh, Dennis, do you have anything to add? Because I'm seeing, what well, can we, we can't you do know, anything. You know, what, what's interesting to add to, um, you know, what Cardinal has just uh, shared with us, is the fact that just a bit of news just breaking here where it says um, Jeff Gruden, the former NFL coach of the Raiders football team, is suing the NFL for leaking his email showing his racist comments. And as a result of that, he had to resign from his job. So clearly what you do in the dark does not always stay in the dark. But Think of the temerity. You displayed very serious racist or inappropriate statements about minorities. And you think that you have a right to go to court to get compensation because somebody told about that? Now, Mm -hmm. isn't that the height of hypocrisy? Let's hear your thoughts, um, the country was built on hypocrisy that that is one of the of the things imagine people going out there saying we hold these truths to be self-evident but all men are created equally and are endowed by their creator with the inalienable rights but, you know, those people there, they don't qualify for these rights. So what we're going to say, in order that they may not qualify these rights and we could entertain the right to subject them to indignity for our profit, we're going to just say, well, they're not human, so they don't qualify under what we just said. What, we, what is more hypocritical than that? And in today's market, you walk into any classroom, they're telling our children to glorify these men. And, 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 and look at them for their integrity and great honor mm-hmm. and so on. So what is more hypocritical than that? What is more hypocritical than perpetuating the idea of the founding fathers being men of great moral integrity because they were not. You understand? They laid the foundations for the dehumanization of a people, including the indigenous people who treated them to nothing but a sense of humanity and human expression when they showed up on the shores of North America. Now, the indigenous people are confined to areas they call reservations so that white folks can go on these reservations and, and, and um, enforce their laws in any way that they feel like. 
What is more hypocritical than that? So, Gooden's hypocrisy is consistent with the hypocrisy of his culture. And yes, he does have the right to go to court. Mm-hmm. But what will the court say? We are we, we're gonna be left to see what is what claim is he gonna make. Was there a contract between him and the NFL that says, you know, or him and his team that says that they, they would keep this matter confidential if it ever shows up? Was there was there an understanding? Was there an agreement? Did the court find an agreement? We don't know what his claim is going to be. But yes, he does have the right to go to court if he feels that some right, a contractual right or some other right that he has, has been violated. And the court will make a determination about whether he is deserving of compensation or not. His right, his right, right, Cardinal, his right to silence on a matter of this nature gives him compensation absolutely no sense. This statement should have been outed years ago, and he should have been sent packing for his comments years ago to turn up today and claim some kind of injury when he makes statements that are racist and claiming injury at this time that he's going to be taking this to court. He should be laughed out of the courtroom. I'm sorry about (laughs) But he's, I, I don't know. I don't know what. It, I don't know what, what claims he's going to make, and how he's going to make his claim, and whether the court could entertain his claim. I think, but you know, he, he does have the right to go to the court if he has agreement. Yeah. That is the institution that was set up to address such grievances, and so he has the right to go yeah, to the court. What his claims are and whether those claims. Entitled him to compensation what? is another story, and that will be determined this, in the judicial process. Card, Cardinal, isn't this the same institution that we see where the judge sitting in the case of uh, Rittenhouse obviously mm-hmm. is supposedly adhering to the law, but showing his bias as far as what goes in and what goes out and what does not come in? as far as this particular trial is concerned. You know, we hear pundits smiling and, and really laughing in their beer at the fact that they believe this young man, having killed two people and injured a third, is likely to get off with murder. Echoes of the Zimmerman situation. But there I pause for you to come back. Yeah, well, well, but before that, before before you pause there, um, finish. Don't you don't you think mm-hmm. the judge in that case should have um, reprimanded the, the, the attorney, the defense attorney, when that came yes, up? Yes, he has a right. He, he has a that. right to correct them, yeah, Leon, but not in the manner and style and the way in which he did this. Normally, in situations like that, you clear the court and you bring them to the sidebar and you talk. You excoriate him. But that alone is not enough because it shows his bias in his early rulings from the start of the selection of how the trial was going to be conducted. I'm sorry, but I think he's gone a little bit overboard there, Leo. You're asking um, a question, 
Go ahead, Cardinal. Well, maybe 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 we'll have to see whether a, a, an appeals court would agree with him or not. The point is, when we see processes in America, we we should we should we should learn to express expect a racist expression because it's out there. Mm-hmm. It's in Congress. It's in the Senate. And it's not about any particular political party or organization. It's about a socio-cultural construct, the entire society. So you, there's no way to avoid these expressions. At one point, because we got a few tokens, those tokens mm-hmm. attracted us. And so mm-hmm. we lost sight of these expressions. Yes. You understand? We didn't make a fuss when Michael Vick was put in jail and his, his career was practically destroyed because they claimed that he bankrolled fighting some dogs, some dog fights. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yep. Yep. But, you know, as I was saying, the mechanics of enslavement are modified with time to make them seem more sophisticated. And what we do is that we accept them, we endorse them as some kind of a benevolence. We endorse them as some kind of an indication that we are progressing. But, but are Malcolm we says, it, you cannot no, put a ac- nine inches knife, nine inches a knife in my back, pull it out three inches, and say that you're making progress, and expect me to be grateful to you for pulling the knife three inches out and leaving six inches in. Yeah, and no, we did I, I not agree pay you, attention to God, those no. um, references. I, I was saying that it's not, I believe, the whole society. You, you said it didn't, it wasn't one group or one party, but I beg to disagree because you have to look at the Senate, for example, where we see that the Voting Rights Act and the act that would give some kind of a justice in this society is being blocked by one group, one party, lockstep. It's not being blocked by the Democrats who says, let's have, you know, the Voting Rights Act, let's have other acts that would clarify the enormous injustice that we are seeing. But the Republican Party and those, that particular party and group, all of them, you count them, 50 in the Senate. And you also look at what's going on now where we saw this attempt to overthrow the government. And yet one party seemed to think there was absolutely nothing wrong with doing that. Absolute power is what these people want. Go ahead. And they don't two members of parliament voted that it was okay. 202 of them, including some Democrats. Yeah. yeah. So, I see how that is, is, is fair in the sight of mine. That can't be fair. You know, but coming back to this guy who is suing, perhaps he, he can say, well, Bill Cosby got away, so why can't I? Yeah, you guys see what I'm <laughs> Yeah? 
Well, yes, yes, yeah, but it's 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 par for the course, as uh, the golfers mm. would say. You know, everyone seemed to think that uh, the laws were written for everybody else. Black men can be thrown in prison and found not guilty after they've been thrown in prison for 40 years, and yet we have a governor in a state refusing to accept all the evidence to show that disprove this man's guilt in the first place. Mm-hmm. Or he refuses, and now this man, having spent 40 years in prison, is still there mm-hmm. because he will not accept the evidence. Why? It's par for the course. We seem unable to get justice in this court, in this society, as we should. There is something very seriously wrong with one segment, one section, one group within we, this society. We we have about 15 minutes left, but I just want to touch this to Cardinal and, and, and um, Danny. The mm-hmm. number of subpoenas were issued to a number of persons who were in, who suspected having information that can help the committee in their process of um, finalizing what went wrong. Do you think if, if those subpoenas were issued under Obama and he has the, he ha- members of his cabinet or, or members of um, that he appointed, would we have all this trouble? You think they, they would not have gone through? And what is going to happen? This guy is going to appeal. He's going to appeal the, the court now that he has been um, indicted. He's going to and 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 that that case linger on, linger on until the, the, the by-election comes around and, and the Democrats lose the House of Representatives. You guys tell, tell, talk to me about it. Tell me what are your thoughts. Cardinal, you want to go first? I, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, Dennis. No, no, I, you know, I, I think it just goes to show that we have a group of people here who seem to think that laws were written for them, not us. Mm-hmm. And so look at the way they stack the courts. Look at what Mitch McConnell has done over the years. Look what he did in terms of the Merrick Garland nomination for the Supreme Court under Obama. What it shows is that we have one group who seem to think that absolute power is what they want, and they'll take it any means by all means, they will take it, and they will not shrink away from it. They've got a goal in mind, and you imagine what Trump has done in this country, and yet he's running around out there spreading the same kind of filth, the same kind of lies, and seemed seemingly being applauded. That speaks mm-hmm. for itself, and that was done under Obama. And you would not... Sending envoys across as if he's still the leader of the country around, around the world. Man, come on, folks. Let me say one song. Let me say one song before we go, and then we'll come back. We'll we'll wrap up. You only have 15 minutes left. I mean, not 10 minutes left. Okay. So why don't you play this song? I like it very much, Mariella. <laughs>
another so, discussion there. We're going to hold that for next week. God's willing, when yes, I will come yes, up, we can yes. exploit that yes. so much, but time is on us, and um, all the other things will not be on the air because we have been dropped after the next few minutes. So just give us, then you thank you. I just want to thank you personally and to thank all who helped in making this show complete without any interruptions as well. So Dennis, your final thoughts. And then I'll answer. Yes, in, 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 in passing, in giving my final thoughts, I want to um, shout out that Abu Dhabi cricket is mourning the death of Mohan Singh, the head curator oh, of yeah. the Zayed Cricket Stadium. Mm-hmm. He'd been associated with the cricket there for 15 years and has played a pivotal role in the success of cricket in that region because he's done such a good job. So I want to offer my condolences to his family. He passed away Sunday the 11th, of, sorry, Sunday the 1st of November, and he was sadly and will sadly be missed by all who have known and benefited from his work in cricket. Thank you, Leon. Thank you all. Who, 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 who is going to win the World Cup? Cardinal, you as well. Who's going to win the World Cup? I'm hoping, I'm hoping that New Zealand, I'm hoping that New Zealand will win it. Yes, and, and I think New Zealand is going to try hard for it. Dennis, you, you're the, who's going to win it? You know, I, I think that when we started off, I never believed these two teams would be there. But based on that last minute um, slam basing we saw from New Zealand, the three sixes in that final over, I suspect they might have the edge, Leon. Who, who might have the edge? Australia? New Zealand. New, New Zealand. Zealand. Nobody yeah. in Australia who had those three sixes in this. Four sixes. Yeah, four sixes. The New Australia. Australia have the momentum in my view. I just think that they're going to take it. But anything can happen. I I think. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, we'll we'll be Pakistan discussing that tomorrow. A bad day, and they got it the wrong time. <laughs> They've got that, that bad day at the wrong time. I'm sorry for them, but never. Yeah. never. So let's say goodbye to all the wonderful folks who are online with us and those who are listening. We just hope you enjoyed this morning's show. And Ivor will be back next week when he'll bring you some more more laughter into the show. Today we usually do these things most serious. So this morning we hope you enjoyed what we have. Uh, put out for you, play some songs, and Dennis yeah, and Cardinal, if you do what they do best, give some commentary. So with that said, we're going to say good night, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be. Be sure to join us tomorrow evening at 6, and we're going to let Murchie send us home this morning. Bye-bye, all. <laughs> well, I did enjoy the show this morning. And, you know, all the other mornings, Saturday morning. And we'll be tuning in tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow evening on the Sunday evening show, 6 to 9 p.m. So come on, come on. Tell your neighbor we are on 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Sunday. That note, I have bid you farewell so long until not goodbye. Talk to you tomorrow. Um, final word. Talk to you tomorrow. Good night. Good morning. Good afternoon.
See you guys. Thanks a lot. All right. And